Chasing Greatness family. It's a new week. I hope you're ready to rock and roll, get some stuff done, and make a difference this week to uh, not just be great yourself, but to help somebody else be great. Welcome to the podcast. It's Monday. We're talking about winning at work, and we've been looking at smart leadership the last couple of weeks. A book my friend Mark Miller wrote. We've created all kinds of content around that. Uh, design best practices, all kinds of things that you can do. And we, we've been using this language for the last really year or so as we've taught this to organizations and companies around the world that uh, leaders are, are apt to be bogged down in quicksand if they're not careful, if they're not leading smart. Quicksand is real. Perhaps you can feel it in one area of your life or leadership, or maybe you're just bogged down in, in several areas. And if so, you've come to the right place. We're going to be talking about that today uh, as we think about not just what we talked about the last couple of weeks, confronting reality. We said we got to run to the fight. We got to we, we got to fight to stay grounded in reality. But but today we're we're gonna we're gonna expand that and literally expand it when we say that the second choice that smart leaders make is to grow capacity. We talk to leaders all over the world who are really high, high potential, uh, but, but high performers as well. And they told us you've got to grow your capacity. So that's, that's what, that's what we're talking about today on the episode. We're going to, we're going to look at that. I'm going to give you one uh, best practice that you can do, and we're going to get into margin, some of those kind of things. I think this will be a great episode for you. So I hope you'll I hope you'll uh, share with somebody today that you care about and and somebody that you want to help grow their capacity as well. Uh, that'll be great. So let's let's jump in here. Uh, I like the old quote by Henry Ford: "There is no man living who isn't capable of doing more than he thinks he can do." I want you to think about your life right now. Where is it in your life that you are actually capable of doing more than you're doing? There's places where you're. If you're like me, you've got a, a place or two where you're holding back. You, you know, you have more to give, but you, you just, you got so much going on, so much activity. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's hard to get everything done that you need to because you really don't have the capacity. As we, as we think about this idea of capacity, we say all the time that your capacity to grow determines your capacity to lead. And I had a leader call me this last week and. We're actually having a conversation about capacity. He said, how would you talk about this? How would you think about it? And it forced me to <clears throat> give a little thought to, you know, what, what's, the, what's the metaphor I would use or, or what's the picture I would give? And I think this might be helpful to you. It, it helped me to think about it this way. If I had two pitchers, let's say I'm going to pour some water out of a pitcher, and maybe I just have one pitcher. Uh, let's say I have a half-gallon pitcher and I have a water bottle that's, let's just go 16 ounces on the water bottle, typical maybe 16.9 on the the typical water bottle. Uh, which one's going to hold more? Well, clearly the half-gallon pitcher is going to hold more. It's just a matter of, you know, it really is just a matter of capacity. And and yet so many leaders I know, they are, they're trying to live a, you know, a water bottle uh, life. They're trying to, they're, 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 or they're hoping to live a, a you know, a half-gallon pitcher life, but they, but they've got a water bottle kind of mentality and they just don't have the capacity to pour as much as is really needs to be poured. Think about your life. There are so many people that need you to be at your best. They need you to 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 lead well, and and people do benefit when you lead well. Um, if you if you're going to chase greatness, it's you know 
I said it just a moment ago. It's not about just you being great. It's how can you help somebody else? And the people around you need stuff. They need you to be uh, to, to be at your best. And 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 so if we just pour and pour and pour, and the bottle's empty, and now we go home. We you know we on Wednesdays we're going to talk. We always talk about winning at home. What what's it like if you're empty when you get home? You don't have any more to give. What would what would you have to do to have a a bigger capacity, a bigger, a half gallon kind of mindset, you got to fill that up. You got to, you know, we, we've been talking the last few weeks about some things that you can do to, to really build, um, build your capacity. But, but today, as you think about growing your capacity, uh, as it relates to this idea of smart leadership, I mean, you, you can, you can just continue to do what you're doing. We, we said smart leaders don't do that. They get back on the high ground. As soon as they realize they're in quicksand, they do confront reality they, they, some of the things we've been talking about the last couple of Mondays here, I mean, they're, they're, they're locked in on the fact that they're struggling and they know they got to do some stuff. They can't just swim. They can't, you know, you can't just fight your way or try your way out of it. If you try to do that, you end up exhausted and you can die. We said, you know, you can just, your dreams die, your, you know, your, your morale of your team dies, production dies. I mean, at some point you just, you just give up, and and that's not an option. You've got to get back to the high ground, and and the, one of the one of the ways we do that is we understand we have this power to choose, and our choice number one was to confront reality. But now we're talking about growing capacity. So as you think about your capacity, where is it being squeezed right now? And I'll give you a couple of things to think about here as you as you think about growing your capacity, just in general. Let's just start with a couple of things that actually Mark talks about in the book. The, the first thing I, I love that he says, let's start with ourselves. And I think it's it's very tempting when when I'm struggling with capacity to look at the people on my team and think, it, well, it's their issue. If they if they would just do what they're supposed to do, uh, I'd ha- I'd have more capacity because that's why we have people around us to help us. And and the truth is, sometimes our, our capacity issue is is it's with us. It's not with the people around us. It's you know, we're, we're not real sure about what it means to grow and, or we're not that we're not sure about it. We're, we're not, we're not focused on growing ourselves. And when we don't grow ourselves, we're going to really, we're going to really have a hard time helping other people uh, grow. And so growing leaders, you know, when I think about it, they grow organizations. They are, they are constantly growing stuff. And, and at the top of that list is they are growing themselves. They're working hard to grow themselves. We, we we just did an episode last week. They're reading on on Wednesday. We talked about the importance of reading and and they're they're learning. They're you know they're ingesting content and they're applying that and they're thinking and they're all these all these kind of things. So if you're gonna if you're gonna really begin to grow your capacity, you got to start with yourself. And then I would say another thing that we that we need to do is is make sure that we're clear on what the highest, best use of our time is. What is, what is our role? What is, you know, you, you would want role clarity for the people on your team, but do you have clarity in your own role? Do you know exactly what you're trying to accomplish? You know exactly what the best use of your time is. Do you, do you know where your time is going? That would be really my third thing I would remind you is just to, just to go back and look at your calendar. What does it say about your capacity right now? Do you have more things to do then will fit on your calendar you're going to have to make some changes or those things i mean you're not going to get any more time it's, it's just not going to happen and your time really is i mean that's your life that's that's you know you're you're not going to get any more you're not going to get any more time 
uh, it, it, it really is going to determine what kind of life you have. And so I, I would say if you're going to, if you're going to grow your capacity, one of the first things you can do is you start looking at your calendar is what can go. I mean, I, I had a meeting this last week. Somebody said, can you, can you meet with me? And I, I just couldn't do it. I couldn't fit it on the calendar right now. And, and I had to say no. And then there's a couple other things I had that, that I wanted to do. I, I just, I wasn't going to be able to do those and to do a couple other things I wanted to do. At some point, you're going to have to choose to, to eliminate some things. And so what is it that needs to go <clears throat> off of your calendar, off of your schedule? You're, you know, uh, what's, what's the old Bob Goff, uh, the author, I heard him speak one time and Bob said that every Thursday he quits something. I think that's a great mindset for a leader to eliminate something every single week, something that you don't need to be doing. If there are things on your calendar that somebody else can do, let's use those as an opportunity to, to develop someone and, and ultimately to be able to delegate and get that off of our time. It, it, you know, let's, let's eliminate the things that need to go. And then, and then I think we have to track our time and just make sure we have to check in on ourselves. Cause I don't know about you, but, but nobody's checking in on my time. I've got to, I've got to be able to monitor that. And as a leader, it's, it's really your responsibility to know where your time's going. If you don't, if you don't tell your time where to go, I promise you somebody else will. So it's, it's, it's important for us to, you know, to think about our time as it relates to capacity. That's really a lot of what capacity is. It, it is what we do with our time. There's other things we can do, not just to, to, uh, you know, start with ourselves and, and, and make sure we're clear on our role and, and our calendars fixed, but, but, you know, are you, are you leveraging technology to help you? You know, is, is technology a, a blessing or a curse. It's probably a little bit of both, but if you don't pay attention to it, it will become a curse. It will become uh, burdensome rather than you know a blessing. And so I I just want to make sure that I'm thinking about is the technology around my life helping me to have the life that I want. And if it's not, that might be one of the things that you need to eliminate. Some of the things that you know, I, I, I it's easy to see when my closet is cluttered or my car is cluttered. Uh, in my case, my truck, you know, if it gets cluttered, it, it's easy to see that, but, but look at your screen. You know, I, I was, I was around a guy the other day and I, I saw his, his, uh, his laptop, he opened it up and his screen was just, it, it just made me dizzy to look at the screen. And, and I, you know, do you have things organized there? And I, I think we have this digital clutter that shows up these days if we're not careful. So, you know, technology, what, what, what does that say about your capacity right now? Is it, do you have space in your life. Now, what do you do with that space? And, and how do we think about that space? I would, I would use a word that I, you know, first time I heard it was, I guess when Dr. Richard Swenson actually got a chance to spend some time with him several years ago, he, he wrote a book called margin. I don't know how long has that been 20, 25 years ago that this book was written and it is an incredible uh, resource. Obviously, it's going to be a couple of decades old now, but the concepts in there were just fantastic when he talked about margin. And, and when we think about margin, it's, it is the practice. Um, actually, Mark defines it. He says simply the practice of allocating enough time to reflect, assess, think, create, plan, some of those kind of things. And I don't know about you, but if I'm not careful, those things can get squeezed off of my calendar. Uh, it, I mean, that, that would be the default. They, they will just, they'll just get, you know, train wrecked on, on the calendar. 
And yet, I would, I would say that reflection and assessment and thinking and creating and planning, those are the places where my best work comes from, and yours does too. And, and, and so if you don't have those things on your calendar, I'm just going to go ahead and say it, there, there's a good chance that you're not doing your best work right now. It, your, your leadership really depends on you having that margin in your, in your schedule. And, and it's a personal discipline uh, it, for any leader. You've got to have, you got to have margin. Now, when we think about margin, the first place that, that comes to mind for me is the margin of a book. In fact, when, when I spent time with, with uh, Dr. Swenson, he talked about that. He said, you know, you, you can't, you couldn't read a book if the, if the words ran off the page, it would just, it'd be so uncomfortable. And yet how many of us in our lives, we have so much stuff that's just running off the page of our lives and our lives are, are so frenetic and so chaotic and, and, and it's uncomfortable. It's just not sustainable at some level. This quicksand just, this becomes more and more uh, burdensome to burdensome to us as we, as we try to carry that. And, and so how do you how do you build margin into your life? Let's spend just a moment here before we go today and, and talk about that for a second. So I think you got to take care of yourself. I, th I think you got to have some time. We talked about resting and we we talked about playing the last couple of Fridays uh, or, or a couple of Fridays ago, uh, two Fridays in a row. We talked about those in our in our series we did in June. If you missed those episodes, go back and check those out. But but we've got to have some time where we take care of ourselves, where we we are, we are thinking uh, correctly about our lives and what we're trying to do. And if we don't have the personal margin to be able to do the things that we want to do, the energy, the, 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 just the well-being, the mentally and emotionally and spiritually and physically even, those things are, are really important. And, and then, and then as, as you start thinking about capacity and trying to do what it is you're trying to do, and we always start with what are we trying to accomplish you're going to have to ask yourself, how do you scale that? And I did a, you can, you can find this on YouTube. We did a, on our YouTube channel, we got a thing on how to scale your business. Uh, go check that out if you've not seen it. Um, it's been very popular. We've had near, almost 20,000 people have watched that video. I think 17,000 something uh, have watched that. But, but really, there's only three things. If you're trying to scale something, you've got to decide what it is you're trying to, to do. And then who do you need to help you? And then what does it cost to, pay those people to help you. I mean, that's really, you scale anything if you, if you know what you're trying to do and who you need to help you pull it off. But as you begin to think about your life, if you don't have a, a, a good understanding of what you're trying to do, you're going to, you're going to have a hard time accomplishing that. And then once you, once you label it though, it, it's like, okay, so how would you design a, a way to scale that? How would, and, and, and I think then you begin to to get into some of this vision stuff and, you know, what it looks like to think and how to get the work done, you know, all, all that stuff is, is important. So as you, as you start thinking about scale, uh, you're going to need a structure around you. And as the leader of whatever it is you're trying to do, or as the person who's, you know, you've got this vision, this dream, you, you need to understand, you know, you're going to need some people to help you do that, assuming it's bigger than yourself. And so I, I just, you know, as I'm thinking about things we're trying to do, it, there's there's a there's this you know this need for margin to be able to do those things that I really want to do, and the people around me will help me grow that. But I've got to be at a place where I'm ready to do it. So, 
As we think about a, a couple of best practices, I'll give you one here to kind of end our time today and then one next week. And this first one will, will be a little bit about margin. This is the ones we, we write about in our field guide and our quick start guide. And by the way, if you've not read Mark's book or not you know, looked at our resources, we've got a journal as well. You can go to leadeveryday.com and get all these resources. Uh, they're, they're available there. Uh, all of our content that we've created, uh, all kind of stuff that, that'll help you grow you and, and grow your leaders, grow your business. But, but the, the, the first best practice here under this idea of growing your capacity really is to stop and think. You got to make time to lead. You, really, you just do. You have to have some time to, 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 to think. And, and I can say so much about that. Mark talks about it a lot in the book, but uh, you know, I, I think I think having this margin in place is one of the things that will be helpful if you're going to stop and think. You've got to have time to do that. Your your business. I was I was meeting with some leaders the other day, and I and I and I reminded them that, you, that your customers are not going to stop coming or stop demanding your product for a couple of hours every Thursday to give you time to work on your yourself and your team. That's not going to happen. You you're going to have to build this into the rhythm of your life. The best leaders in history have have this idea of margin uh, in, in their life. They they just they just understand it. And and so let me say a couple of things about margin here, and then uh, I'll let you roll. We'll, we're going to have this conversation again next week on capacity. But but as you think about margin, let me remind you: margin is not a vacation. It's not you know I want you to play, I want you to rest, but that's not what margin is. Margin is you, you do need a vacation, you do need a rest, you do need recreation. But that's not what margin is. Margin is time to reflect and think and plan and strategize and all those things. And it, it's not time to do email. It's not time to catch up on your social media. It's not time, you know, for extracurricular stuff. I mean, all those things are great. Those are called breaks. Margin is time for you to really uh, just just get focused on what it is that you're trying to accomplish what you need to be able to give to the people around you. What are the resources they need? What are the challenges they need? What is where, where does accountability take place? Where's where strategy? You know, how, how are you measuring things? I mean, giving some thought to this, you got to stop and think. If you will really give some thought to what you're trying to do, you're going to be so much more successful. And then I would just remind you, lastly here, of um, you know one of the one of the things we talked about a few weeks ago. And that's winning the first hour of the day. I, I think having a morning ritual, Mark Mark calls it a morning ritual in smart leadership. We say win the first hour of the day in, in our 21 days to your best year ever course. It, it's just, it's so important for us to have margin built in early in our day. If we're going to, if we're going to have a great day, I think it's impossible if we don't have some margin before lunch, I would, I would even say it that way. I, I I just think it's so important for us to have time to think and assess and plan or if we don't, we're just going to wing it. And, and, you know, it's almost, it's almost impossible to um, just, you know, kind of go by the seat of your pants through your day and expect it to be uh, productive. It, it's just not going to happen. And and yet how many leaders do I know? How many times have I, have I done that? I just, I just I just get in the middle of my day and I realize, man, I I am not locked in on what is what what is it that I'm trying to do? What is the highest best use of my time? Could somebody else be doing this? And and all those things come out of margin. So we need some time in the mornings. I think you know do what you want to during that time, but go back to what we said last week. Read, go 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 for a walk, 
Think about what you're grateful for. Meditate. Be still. Do spiritual practices. Anything you want to do, you get to choose. But I, I, I think that time to assess and reflect and think and create and plan, that's got to fit somewhere. And I would suggest the sooner in the day, the better. And and that's what margin is. It's it's having time to do that. And and so you know you you have an opportunity to to really um, create that margin. Now, so so let me let me leave you with a with a challenge here as you as you go into the next to the next week. You, you got a week in front of you. When are you going to put on your calendar some time to to stop and to think? What what is what is it that you you right now you're, you're saying? Okay, I, I need some time to think. When is that going to happen? What is that time during the day? Is it in that morning, you know, first hour of the day? Is it in the evening? You can you you can just you can do it whenever you want to. But you got to have some time that fits on your calendar to stop and think about some of these things. And and maybe the thing you need to think about this week is is how much margin do you have? You maybe you need to do a little bit of a calendar audit. What where is capacity on your calendar? Where is it being grown on your calendar? If you don't focus on growing your capacity, nobody else will. In fact, you're going to you're going to find that all around you noise is going to show up people are going to show up and the next thing you know your your capacity is going to be squeezed so tight you're it's going to feel like a little water bottle and you're going to get to the middle of the afternoon and it's already empty and you got nothing left when you get home so let's let's lock in on that i, I think you know it, it's up to us we get to choose we said three or four weeks ago it's our superpower when it comes to the quicksand we can choose to go back to the high ground. One of the ways we do that, yes, is to confront reality. But once we realize that, we, we're going to see very quickly we need to grow our capacity. And so I want to challenge you uh, to do that. Put that on your calendar. Stop this week. Do some thinking. Do some reflecting. Build that into the rhythm of your life week after week after week, day after day even, and, and watch what happens to your leadership. You'll be back on the high ground. And, and I'm convinced not just you're going to benefit, the people around you are going to really benefit as well. They do not need a fly-by-the-seat-of-their-pants leader. You don't want to feel that way. You don't want your people to be led that way. You, you really do want to, you want to lead from that high ground. You want to be a smart leader. All right, that's it for today. We're going to be back with you on Wednesday. We'll talk about winning at home. But today, let's, let's win at work this week. Let's, let's do what we can to make the environment that we lead in a better place. Love you guys. Talk to you in a couple of days.